Diamond for diamond, no one compares with Mervis. At Mervis Diamond Importers, our natural diamonds come straight from the mines in Africa and our mermaid lab-grown diamonds beat all others for quality and value. Come view our brilliant diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. Mervis Diamonds are so bright and full of fire, they will blow you away. So will the affordable prices. Our diamonds may steal your heart, but not your wallet. See our mermaid lab-grown diamonds and learn how to get a larger diamond for less. You can get a bigger mermaid lab-grown diamonds than you ever thought possible. And with Mervis Financing, you can enjoy up to five years to pay with zero interest. Our generous full-value trader policy and our lifetime warranty program easily make Mervis your first choice. When you mount a world-class Mervis diamond into a designer ring from our huge collection, there is no equal. Mervis Diamond Importers. For an appointment, call 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Hello and welcome to Film Companion. You've tuned in to an exciting new interview podcast with Anupama Chopra. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in. So it really is the time of that hybrid stardom, that hybrid celebrity where you're sort of jostling between uh, social media, OTT and, and the movies. And one of my favorite sayings uh, that I got from Nawaz, uh, in fact, was to say that race to ghode hain, to kalakar Hi, Tahir. So lovely to have you on Film Companion. Hi, Anupama. Thank you for having me. I feel like we're stuck in this constant Zoom loop. Every time I meet you, it's it's over Zoom. I know, I know. We have to, we we have to connect when the world is is uh, you know back in its place. In but but place. I want to begin, Tahir, by congratulating you on Ye Kali Kali Aake. Um, I really enjoyed the show. It's uh, it's so cleverly written. There is, of course, there are the thrills and the suspense and the romance, and it's very very funny. You are really good in it. And what was amazing to me, Tahir, was how. In the middle of all this, the narrative also stops and has moments which are emotionally very authentic. You know, like that scene where you convince your father to steal. Uh, there was something very moving in that scene or the scene where, where you know, you think Shikha is dead and you, you sort of numbly accept marriage. And I was wondering, as an actor, how did you negotiate so many different tonalities? Because you've done a stellar job. Thank you so much. I, I mean, and I speak for everyone who's been a part of this show that that feedback means a lot. Uh, you're right. It was, and the director was very clear, Siddharth Sen Gupta was very clear that uh, it's a pulp show. It, it's written as, as a sort of tipping the hat to 90s Bollywood, which was over-the-top drama when it came to romance, when it came to the action, when it came to the emotional moments, just like you were saying. And my the challenge for me really was that in a lot of points, the writing was just so intentionally over-the-top and how do I bring that authenticity uh, to it? And uh, it was just very clearly defining what Vikrant's relationship was with each and every character. And I think that was the beauty. When I read uh, the, these eight episodes, I was like, wow, he's got... He's got an, normally in a series, you'll have a character arc of the protagonist, but here there's an arc with every one of those relationships and sort of delving into that. What, what is my relationship with the father? What is my conflict with the father? The same with Shikha, the same with Purva. And, and that was the beauty of it is trying to etch out each one of those and live them as authentically as possible. But did you have any trouble um, going between sort of, uh, you know, this, this of course, 
the 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 humor you are playing it straight uh, uh you know uh, we are in on the joke but not your character uh, but what 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 those moments stuff that you're you're trying very hard to sort of bring seriousness into some scenes which are just hilarious like literally laugh out loud funny uh yes they were and i think it was it was rahul desai a film companion who pointed that out really well about saying vikrant is is pitch perfect for a character who knows nothing about being pitch perfect and uh, that for me was was a, a great insight into what the character was because it's a moment like for example when he's with his friend golden when he's he's so desperate to make his marriage not work that he's ready to convince the world that he's gay and that is i mean i i know when i'm reading at it I, reading that scene objectively as tahir that that's hilarious but to remain uh, straight to what the character's objective in that scene is is to do whatever he can to get out of that 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 wedding so yes there were challenges because they had to constantly cut where i'm bursting out into laughter but i know how serious that moment is for for the protagonist's point of view and yeah. it that was that was what made it great writing that even in the most dark circumstances they they managed to there's a scene in the film where the father gets um, accidentally shot but they managed to bring in dark humor even into that scene and for me that is what has kept the audience glued uh, through the eight episodes the fact that they never let one emotion ride out for for too long yeah yeah oh my god that that him getting shot in his ass was one of the funniest things yeah yeah i've seen now of course january seems to be the month of tahir right you've got 83 in theaters you've got ranjishi sahi on boot loop lapeta is coming on netflix Tell me, do you have a sense like I've arrived? Has life changed in any major way in the last few weeks? I uh, never get used to hearing it. I'm smiling even now, although this has been a month of promotions. But it's it's just incredible. You're right. It's been like Tahir Raj Basin Festival, and I'm really basking in all of it. But what people watching this do not understand is that that there is two years of shooting that went behind making this one month happen. And one of my favorite saying is, it, "It's an overnight success that took ten years in the making." Uh, and that's really that that's really where i feel like uh, i'm at at the moment what i'm really fortunate uh, i'm really grateful for is that all of these are so distinct like you can't watch one and say that is that it is like the other and it's just that the stars have aligned in such a way that all of them come out to create this one bumper opening for 2022 now you know one of the things i that i find very inspiring and very intriguing about actors especially is the level of patience and conviction you need to just stay the course right now you were you you were amazing in mardani which was in 2014 yeah right and of course you've had successes you've had chichmore you you know you've had all these other successes as well but you're hitting critical mass now what does it take what does it take to have that patience and that kind of persistence over what 8 9 years and you came in 2010 to mumbai so there was like years before you landed in mardani uh yes that's right there was about 3 and a half 4 years before i landed mardani and about 300 auditions that i was rejected from before mardani happened but i truly believe um that it is those rejections that led to mardani happening that that i valued that that debut so much more because of the kind of phase that i gone through and in bombay it's it's uh, often labeled as the struggler's phase i i always prefer to look at it as the aspiring phase because struggle has a connotation of negativity to it it has the possibility that you might not make it but for me plan b always was to make plan a work and when mardani happened uh, in, in an industry that's that's 
show business where it, it, a part of it is commerce driven when something does well the tendency is for to repeat it to repeat that success and so i remember getting about seven scripts the year madani did well all of whom were shades of the same character and having to make that very tough decision as someone who had waited for 3 years for that moment to refuse those parts because i knew that if i was to remain uh, creative and and to remain stimulated uh, diversity was really important and so off the back of madani came a film like manto where i had this amazing opportunity to work with nawaz and then there was chichore where i worked with nitesh tiwari um, and and then 83 and now the sort of culmination of it all where that diversity is coming through set summer in motion with the most electrifying honda vehicles yet like the crv and accord with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech summer's here make every adventure more electrifying with honda For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CR-V Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. So to answer your question, yes, a lot of um, a lot of patience, uh, mind-numbing conviction, and very often um, ignoring what people have to say in terms of, hey, why aren't you doing five films a year? and one of my favorite sayings uh, that i got from nawaz uh, in fact was to say that race to ghode daudte hain hum to kalakar hain and i i didn't believe in that because if you remain consistent i think today the audience is what uh, decides who's a star and who's not but tai tell me in that moment right in that moment where it's been whatever a year since your last release you are getting another film uh, this possibly a good paycheck attached to it how do you say to yourself no i'm going to wait for a better opportunity what does that take a a, a little a, a little bit of, of of confidence and a little bit of insanity sort sort of mixed in the, mixed in the two when you've got your your agency i'm with yrf that, that's who i debuted with and uh, thankfully the the same people who have guided ayushman and ranveer's career helped me make those decisions and it also comes from a personality of someone who gets um who gets bored very easily and so i do not want to um, be in a situation where i accept a script because was what the audience doesn't realize is it's like a relationship you then uh, interact with that material with those people with that director for the next next 6 or 8 months of your life so for me every one of those decisions is almost like um, accepting a, a, a relationship like do i want you're to falling get in love are you falling in love do i yeah. want to half fall in love with this person for the next few months or hold on possibly for something slightly better that might 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 show up and that's the sort of mindset that goes behind that kind of decision making which uh, months like these validate but there are a lot of those moments when you feel should 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 it be uh, quantity over quality sometimes but i'm i'm so happy that today the the kind of response and we're having this conversation and that that those kind of uh, choices are, are being respected but kabhi dar nahi laga tar kabhi matlab did you ever wonder like shit am i ever going to get there am i ever going to make it uh dar bahut lagta hai uh, and uh, i think i i mean something that i really live by is that it, it's sort of the actors the artist job um to, to to chase imperfection it is only after you go through a series of failures that you will hit on that one gay kali kali aankhi or you will hit on that one mardani 
but to live in a world where you're constantly trying to create that uh, that that varnished image of hey i'm perfect every time i think that's when your downfall uh, downfall starts and this is not the kind of i know i'm sounding very uh, philosophical at this stage but this is not the kind of wisdom that one comes to bombay with it's what you learn after month after month and years after years of seeing good decisions bad decisions and and where it where it takes you well the show itself is also a hat tip to sharuk right uh, of is, course yes. from the title to so many things about the character and and like you said like sharuk you are a delhi boy uh, you also trained with barry john tell me is that kind of superstardom do you think as an actor it's still attainable or were those three guys you know sharuk amir salman sort of the last of that sort of oversized superstardom they they definitely they, they definitely are um and i think anyone today who says that hey i've come to bombay to be um the, the next sharuk is is not in touch with how how the times have changed sharuk khan amir khan and salman khan were icons of that era and they are they are mega stars but audiences audiences change and so do people's uh, means of community of uh, of consuming entertainment and i do feel um, humbled and honored that the fact that some people have even gone as far as making a comparison of the performance of vikrant with sharuk khan from back back at the time but also i i'm very aware that 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 isn't sharuk khan for me is not a mega star he is he's an emotion like he is an institution onto himself and to even be able to achieve a 10th a 100th of what he has is is a massive comparison but i feel like today we're catering to an audience that has so much uh, more of a palette to to consume in terms of the content and and today's commodity really isn't money it's time and that's a whole different ball game uh, that that uh, actors are playing with today and i think really is the time of a hybrid celebrity a hybrid star where even as early as when mardani came out you could either be a film star or you could be a tv star there was no in between right. that right. and now you have have ott where i can have an 83 i can have a loop lapeta with tapsi pannu and be leading uh, a ye kali kali aankhe on netflix so it really is the time of that hybrid stardom that hybrid celebrity where you're sort of jostling between uh, social media ott and and the movies <laughs> tell me though having experienced both um especially with mardani which was very very successful uh, is there a difference in the in the texture of success when it's in a theater and when it's on ott um i have never experienced uh, what i have with ott at the moment where instantly on the same day you're getting messages from from fans in egypt and japan and south america that kind of reach to those many countries with subtitles uh, has never happened before having said that as i've mentioned many times I've, i've grown up on that single screen theater there is there is nothing that replaces walking into that dark room sitting with people eating popcorn and enjoying it as a community experience what one hopes for in the near future is uh, that both of them can coexist as as mediums of bringing entertainment uh, to the audience where there are stories that lend themselves to chapter wise storytelling like ye kali kali aake because even if we tried there's no way that that could have been a 2 hour film there's just too much to tell there are too many uh, spin offs that might come hopefully fingers crossed in a, in a season 2 and then golden. there is a, i'm rooting for golden to have his spin off <laughs> i i read that this morning in your tweet and i'm sure no one will be happier than golden himself i think he's an amazing performer um yes. and uh, and and uh, at the same time there are stories that are best told in a, in a tight 2 uh, hour format like mardani or chichore hmm. but tell me uh, 
you know, you also trained with Barry John. And what I've understood in all these years of interviewing actors is that no two actors have exactly the same process, right? You can talk about method, you can talk about a spontaneity, but everyone customizes some version as their own approach. So where do you lean as an actor? How do you go into characters and sort of build them? Yeah, you're absolutely right. No two people have the, have the same process. For me also, no two scripts have the same process. So if I was prepping, for example, a Derek in Chichore, who's, who's such an alpha college stud, I would focus more on the physicality, on getting that training, that body language, how he smokes his cigarette, how he addresses his hostel full of boys. And when I'm playing Vikrant, who's not, not an alpha, he's a little more submissive, I would try to understand what is it that his relationship with his father is, or his relationship with his family, that he so desperately wants to break out. But broadly speaking, I would divide it into the physical and the psychological and which character requires more, more of which one. And, and it's almost like as an actor, you never stop learning. It's not like, hey, when I was training with Barry John, that's when I was training to be an actor. And now I have achieved everything. For me, um, a simple thing like, like going on a solo holiday by yourself or going on an awesome trek or even the, 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 the mind numbingness of, of being in lockdown by yourself in Bombay teaches you something about yourself or your environment that you then hope to distill into uh, into a character at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, Tahir, you said that, you know, you, you come from an Air Force family and you moved around a lot and movies were the only sort of permanency uh, in, in your permanent thing in your life. But how old were you when you understood that acting was what you wanted to do? Um, I, I would say because of the constant moving, there is a certain amount of taking your time to opening up to new people that that automatically happens as a child. And that's something that that upbringing really teaches you is how to quickly blend in with people. And when you think about it now, in retrospect, it's almost like you're constantly in performance mode. Uh, and uh, I realized when I got on stage somewhere in about class 10, so that would be when I'm 13 years old, that um, I was strangely comfortable, like people talk about stage fright or camera fright. And I was strangely most comfortable in that environment where uh, you're literally opening yourself up, being your most vulnerable and saying, hey, judge me, uh, this is what, what, what I can do. And from there, when I went on to Barry John, um, I, was, I was always an average student academically. And so when I went into extracurriculars and I was uh, encouraged by, by good teachers, that was the first time of, hey, you know, I can maybe do this and, and make, a, make a living out of it. And that's where the first germ came in. And were your parents... Um immediately supportive or was it a bit of a sort of kya karni acting? <laughs> was there, it there, was a, there was a certain extent of being puzzled but my parents huh. have always been uh, encouraging and, and their philosophy has always been if you're going to do it uh, then you're going to give it your best. So I went to Melbourne to study film and media uh, because that was sort of what the family believed if, if you're going to do it it's important to be educated in it and those were real formative years. I think if I would have come straight from Delhi to Bombay I would have possibly crumbled uh, under the pressure of what just handling your own home uh, and, and everything that goes into surviving Bombay before you start uh, going out there and having those meetings. And Melbourne gave me that, that theoretical grounding. And, um, and, and thereafter, there was the concern that any parent or any family would have. But gradually, when they started seeing work, and I do remember that final moment when I called them to Mardani's uh, screening at, at the YRF Theatre here. And uh, they just had tears in their eyes. And I was really worried about, are they not happy with the fact that I was playing this anti-hero? And, and, and later I was told it was just like literally tears of joy. Yeah, because he was a pretty awful guy, the, the guy you played. 
he 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 was yes he was he was a bit of a bad boy uh, but from what i realized people um, after that film hated the part but ended up loving the 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 performance of it and that right. for me was a was a real sign of the the sort of the, the maturity of today's audience so like now now that you know people have seen ye kali kali i can really appreciated your work uh, do you feel like uh, you want to take further risks or do you want to sort of uh, first you know bolster this position that you have it's funny you asked that tapsi and i were talking about that just the other day and uh, this it, it sort of came up organically how the both of us have made a career out of taking risks like you do the kind of parts that most people would really you know double take at and i really enjoy that process because i, I really feel that it is a perfect time to be doing those kind of performances um vikrant is a romantic hero but he's so flawed he's not he's your out of the box in terms of how emasculated he is how he's not the most active protagonist and gradually moves towards that in his arc and i think now's the most amazing time to explore those kind of parts where you might be quote unquote the lead hero but there'll always be a twist for the audience to um wonder whether what, what was that what genre do we put that in what bracket do we do do we put that in and that's what i find incredibly uh, exciting so you know the last time i spoke to ayushman which was just after chandigarh kare ashki he said in fact that he wants to now do big blowout mainstream films he wants to work with rohit shetty so is that an aspiration you have definitely like i said um if someone was to ask me do you want critical acclaim or box office success uh, my answer would be i want critically acclaimed box office success So, so that's that's the that that's the hungry actor in me. So for sure, uh, I mean, whether it's uh, Rohit Shetty or working with with Adi Chopra, these are these are people whose work I've I've really admired and uh, would would love to do. Because ultimately, I I do believe that that as an actor, as a performer, as a star, what what you want is an audience. And if you were just just doing it for hey, I'm doing this for myself, then uh, there there wouldn't be much point in in doing what we do. And what's lovely about um, ye kali kali aake at the moment is the kind of messages i've got of people um being forced to stay at home either because they're quarantining or because there is not much to do outside at the moment but in those moments if you can entertain them and and make them squirm and laugh and cry and and uh, be entertained it, it's a it's a fabulous uh, perk of the profession yes absolutely um i'm going to end with asking you and i don't know what you can tell me but i think the series ended on too much of a cliffhanger so what can you tell us about season 2 i do know that netflix bases its decision on on a season 2 based on the amount of enthusiasm that there is of the first season and given that we've garnered all of this attention in the first 10 days things are looking good so we don't have a confirmation yet but but i do know that if there was to be one uh, then then uh, vikrant is is coming back um, to to finish what he started off and couldn't successfully do well i cannot wait to see it and and you know it's so funny because he's in places so timid and he's so vulnerable you know you you're really rooting for him and you're almost hoping that he'll pick up the damn gun and finish this off <laughs> so i know and it was really hard for me even as a performer because the kind of parts i played before this is someone who would pick up the gun and shoot the person uh, in the first 10 minutes and i kept telling siddharth sen gupta ye kab karega please can i just have a bigger gun to do this and he's like no series 15 minute mein khatam ho jayegi if you shoot the girl in 15 minutes so unfortunately one has to wait for that that moment to 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 happen
Yeah, one of my favorite moments was when he was googling how to find a hitman and how to get onto the dark web. I I love that it gets into the sort of the practicalities of it. Yeah, agar kisi ko marwana hai to karoge kaise? You know. I know, I know. It was it was really strange to read it even when I was reading it. I I, I remember asking Siddharth, "Are we sure we want to?" It's like you're opening up the bonnet to what goes into becoming uh, becoming that person, and that for me was lovely because it stays true to its. essence of this is an ordinary guy in extraordinary circumstances and you're not going to see a victim in episode 1 and james bond in episode 2 it's going to take him a while to become what he is destined to to become indeed well i hope he becomes many more things uh i thank you so much and and good luck can't wait to see all the many things that you do next thank you thank you so much anupam If you like what you just tuned into then subscribe to us on Apple Podcast Google Spotify Stitcher and Radio Public You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter Instagram Facebook and YouTube